Hello everyone and welcome to the What's the Dillies podcast, a podcast where we aim to entertain and bring you behind the scenes and into the minds of my favourite dancers in hopes that it can help you in your dance journey and maybe can apply in your life as well. For our third guest of the season, we have someone who is close to my heart and as well as many others in the South Auckland community and overall dance community. She has danced for Hopscotch, Project Team, Two and a Half Brownies and is currently a dance teacher at Manuel High School. One of the pillars of Project Team, my least favourite teacher, <laughs> and wow. my most racist friend. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Melly. <laughs> Look at that, you can't even say my name. Say it. <laughs> Melly Taylor. Awesome. Sweet, sweet. So that racist part caught me off there. No, um, okay, welcome. Cool, awesome. thanks to Thelma. Thanks for having me, Andy. Yeah, we're both a bit nervous. Andy's at my house right now with all his gear. It's cool. All right. So before we get started, what's one random thing about yourself that no one knows or people would be surprised to know that you can do? So this oh, can include yep. party tricks, hidden talents, or just a random fact about you. So Awesome. You know, okay. Um, something random. That no one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Okay. Or people would be surprised at. Oh, yeah. Uh, my first dance styles were actually ballet and jazz whoa yeah so i did ballet and jazz when i was five years old and i did you like it um i think when i was a kid i loved it yeah i did it all the way up until high school really so that was like 11 12 years how come you never taught at school because i'm brown oh okay sweet sweet and everybody loves hip-hop but um i actually regret not taking it further because I don't know what it would have been like if I continued to be a professional ballet and jazz dancer. Yeah. So what made you transition out of that? Ooh, okay. Um, let me just rewind 15 years ago. Um, did you just like stop liking it or did you find... Uh, yeah, it was boring for me. Else? Yeah, yeah. Ah. It, was, it wasn't challenging. Mm. And plus new things was happening around me. So hip-hop was coming into high school i went to orphan girls grammar school and it was like the new new thing was crump actually and bring it on was coming up and so all my friends were doing those competitions and yeah when i took my first class then i fell in love with what i was learning there and i wasn't getting that from ballet and jazz even though i loved i i loved those styles it it actually helped me to be the dancer i am because those are my foundations yeah Cool. Ooh. Sweet as. Now, Mele thought that she was coming onto my show to be interviewed <laughs> about dance. But I really invited her on the show because uh, I need to expose her for who she truly is. <laughs> Alright, we're going on a little throwback story to high school. Wow. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. So, Mele used to be one of, uh, when I was going to high school at Manu Real High, she used to be, oh, well, she, see, she still is, but she used to be one of my teachers. And during this time while she was teaching me, me and my best friend Tommy, we would always come to class and we would always be so excited <laughs> to learn. Meanwhile, Mele, whenever whenever we walk into class, Mele would bow. She oh would, my uh, goodness. Pull, pull the sides of her eyes <laughs> oh my to make her eyes thinner. Guys, that's not true. But I did bow because I was um, being respectful to the cultures of my students. No, she wasn't. No, yes. Wasn't. No, she I wasn't. thought that would make you feel comfortable in my classroom if I bow to you. No. She wasn't. She was my being bad. racist. My she bad. was my being bad. racist. I thought I was being culturally responsive. 
to Indian Tommy. Shout out to Tommy. Okay, you know what? Every time she did it, she had a big ass smile on her face. She knew what exactly what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was doing. So, do you have anything to say for yourself? Um, I'm not gonna apologize. No. I see. Okay. Some good good times. Alright. Actually, you know what? Tom Tommy and Andy used to mistake it. No. Purposely oh, call yeah, me right. Mr. Oi, who was Seda. Yeah. The other brownie. And yeah. so I used to call Andy Tommy and Tommy Andy. Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that one. That mm. was a fun time. That so, was a fun those time. were good times. All right, see, that's before we get locked in, we are oh, going oh, to uh, get to know Mele a bit more as a person. And welcome to the segment I call The Scoop. The scoop bot. The wow! Did, yeah. did you guys hear that? It's the scoop bot. That is some locking. Uh, <laughs> I love it. For you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, number one, what is your biggest irrational fear? Ooh. Yep. What is my biggest? What? Sorry. Irrational fear. Irrational fear. <laughs> What am I scared of? I don't know. I think you're scared of like half the team. I'm not scared of them. But they leave annoy you a bit. <laughs> what am I scared of? Um, I I have a fear of being put on the spot. Um, not really. Like if I'm put on the spot, then. But you get put I... on the spot every event, and every event you always. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, public speaking. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. Any, any stories or any... Um, I just have really bad... I never know what to say at the right time. Oh. Like if I'm put on the spot. Yeah. And I quite like to work in the background. That's mm. where I feel comfortable. Mm. Leading from behind. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that scares me. No, that does scare me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What dance trend do you think needs to go? <laughs> Dance train. Yep. I was gonna say TikTok, but no, I love. Yeah, I actually, TikTok's fun. Yeah, I, it, TikTok's cool. I like that normal people get, are getting are getting into it. But what's a dance train that needs to go? Mm. Um, what, what's like the one you hate the most, or like what's the first one? It would be TikTok for me right now, actually. Really? Yeah. Does it? Yeah, it does my head in. Damn. When the kid, when I. Ask my kids to oh, yeah, um, choreograph dances. Their go-to is TikTok at the moment, and I'm trying to get that out of their vocab, which is I sad. Remember. But I think um, I think John posted a status there. He was like, "If you put this much effort into your actual <laughs> dancing, as you did TikTok, you'd be a good dancer." Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry if you love TikTok and you're listening in. Honestly, the whoop! Yeah, I love the whoop! Really? Yeah! It. Even, um, I really like John's whoop that he did one time. Oh, the one where he did a backflip and then... Yeah, and then he oh, dropped yeah, to his cool. knee. That was cool. Like, if you make it cool, it's cool. Yeah, dude. I just don't like because I thought it was too lazy. Because mm. you don't really have to do it. It's, it's just so lame. It's so lame of a whoop. Okay. I just did a whoop, guys. Yep. <laughs> Go to place to eat or must try if you haven't. I love Kiss Kiss. Really? Yeah. Oh. Thai food. It's my favorite. How come I never got an invite to... Uh... Well, Andy. Because <laughs> I've actually seen a few stories where you guys go as a group and I'm just... Oh, uh, the next time we go, you're coming. 
the next time they go they're yeah. still not inviting <laughs> yeah couscous is yum i love their um what do you call those burger it's not a burger it's bao the bun oh, yeah, bao, yeah right yeah you got it right pork buns that's what it is there we go and any pacific dish yeah, yeah. Most most embarrassing moment you've experienced as a kid. As a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. As a kid, what's an embarrassing moment as a child? Oh, I was one of those kids who who was never picked first for a group, like if we were playing sports. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what group? What group? <laughs> no, like sports. Like if oh, we had okay. like a Friday night after lunch yeah. playing netball or hockey or yeah. you know in primary school i wasn't really picked to be in teams did you play sports nah that's the okay so that's, that's why that's probably that's why, probably why. Yeah. yeah but i had potential i did yeah. i bet if i wasn't dancing i would probably be playing netball playing not <laughs> netball maybe more tennis maybe what yeah probably not no tennis. Way. What? <laughs> that's not touch either because that's scary. Um, what's a friendly sport? Swimming. <laughs> swimming. I was actually good at swimming. Really? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Ballet the swimmer. Yeah. I can't see that, but. But you know what? Because I did ballet and jazz, I, my teachers said I wasn't allowed to take sports because I could hurt my feet. Wow. Yeah. So growing up, primary, intermediate, high school, I've never played a sport because I wasn't allowed to. Dude, I think I totally remember. What was it when you when you came to MH for the first? I think that when you're introducing yourself, you did say that you did ballet back then. I remember. Oh, my bad. Totally forgot. No, that's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five. What do you think is the best lifestyle change you've made? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> these I, questions are like. I joined Air Forty Five. Oh, and I'm not. I've never gone one. I mean, I've gone three times, but I, I, I'm paying, and I just haven't had the time. Hasn't been good for you. I've only been three like times. Like those three times, though, hasn't been good. For it's you? so expensive. I should be going every day. But I'm coming. I'm gonna go back next week. I said. Shout out F45. Yeah, shout out Monkey F45. Let's go. <laughs> okay, uh, last time you've cried. And this can be like tears of joy and yep. accomplishment, or it can be like, you know, just sad, you know? <laughs> yep. You know what? I think I cried watching a movie. I was going to say Bachelorette, but. Wasn't, what? It wasn't Bachelorette. It was a movie. Do you actually like Bachelor? Yes! Oh, Team Lucina! Oh <laughs> Let's God. go! I really like Quinn as well. <laughs> yeah! I just find it so funny because it's like. <laughs> I just imagine one guy just. <laughs> The one guy that came up with the idea, I was like, okay, what if I go on a show and there are 12 girls, or how many girls? Mm. Like, over 12 girls, and they all want me. Yeah, Isn't right. that kind of a weird that concept? Is, it, it, the whole show is a yeah. weird concept. This one's even crazy because they've got two bachelorette, oh. bachelorette girls. They just brought in five new dudes. So, so which one are you meant to go for? Both? That's why the show is so awesome. So much drama. But I didn't cry over Bachelorette as a movie. I just watched, um, ba- is it Baron Toa? Toa as a movie. Oh, no. Yeah, that's probably the last time I cried. Mm. Tongan movie. Wow. If you haven't seen it, go see it. 
first job? First job was um, Westfield Cleaner. Oh, <laughs> yeah, in Glenfield. Damn, bro, that's crazy. Yeah, man. G Field. How old were you? How old were you? I think I was 16. Uh, maybe I wasn't allowed to be working, actually. I was getting paid under the table. Ah. See, because I thought uh, when, uh, when I was searching when I was searching through, like, your archives to yeah. try and, like, find some wow, cool searching things. Through, uh, yes, okay. Cool things to ask you. <laughs> um, I, I thought your first job was going to be at... Uh, oh, I forgot where the place was, but you moved down somewhere and there was, like, a... There's a photo of your ins- on your Instagram of this couple that were taking care of you. At oh, the time. it's a pookie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my first teaching job. Ah, okay. My first job job yeah. was yeah, being cleaner at Westfield. Oh, the food court. Um, oh, what, what what's your ultimate pet peeve? Like, what do you hate? What do I hate? I hate mean people. Nice. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Actually, quite a melee answer. Very melee answer. If you know. What is your favorite place to go to, and what's your favorite memory made there? Oh, um, favorite place to go to. Favorite memory. I haven't been to this place in a long time, actually. But I think there was one time, a few times, we went to um, a beach all the way down that way, mm-hmm. pointing towards Papakura. Which was called Kariotahi, I think it was. Yeah. A few of us went there from project team. It's just a nice chill. Next time Andy we go, <laughs> we'll invite you. <laughs> the next you. time we Thank go, we're Thank all you. gonna go. People over thoughts, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no yeah, but it was um it was a real starry night. But we could still see the water and we shot some dance videos. I don't oh, know if you've yes. seen yeah, yeah. those. And then we had um we had a swim after, and it was really dark, scary, but really refreshing. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Can I get an invite next time? Yes, of course. All right. Uh, last <laughs> question for this segment. Uh, who is your favorite project member? Oh. And why is it Andy? <laughs> I can't answer that question. I love everybody in project team. Maybe Josh. How about that? Nah. Nah, has to be Andy. Yeah. I'm my favorite <laughs> member, though. And he's my favorite member because he he's the only member from that um that came out of Manirua High School. Wow. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah, it is. That's that's the reason why Andy's my favorite. And he's doing this awesome um thing here. What do we call this? That you're doing right now? A podcast. A podcast. Um, which I think is such a cool idea and so needed. So shot Andy. No, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Usually afterwards, I always think about like how I came into the team. It feels it feels really full circle, you know. I started off as a student, and mm. then I never knew how I was gonna. Because uh, when I came into project, I came straight from ID. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was my first year oh, in that's uni. That's right. Yeah. Did I take you to your yeah, you auditions? Yeah. Um, so, I went from id and not being able to do the mega mega crew because i was just too full on with uni and mm-hmm. everything so just kind of feeling a bit like but kind of lost with dance you know mm. like i don't really know what was this next step because i just came out of school and there was no competitions there was no things that yeah. were really keeping me like online and then i was like man what's what what, what is dance meant to be for me at the moment yeah and i was so confused 
and then slowly over time the more i spent with um projects the more i realized that you know dance doesn't always have to be this like you don't always have to go for this next competition or this mm. next thing sometimes it's just connecting with people exactly you know? nice yeah, so. how did you even get in the crew can i ask that <laughs> um it was when do you remember when we were doing the mega the mega crew for stnz and we were doing the ninja no no the no. other one the school, the school oh my one. gosh yeah, yes yeah. we were doing the school one and i was helping out and then randomly josh josh asked me in. oh cool yeah it's a fun time fun time good times Okay, and that concludes our first segment, and we're just going to take a small break, and we'll get back into it. Scoobot! And welcome back, everyone. We are back from break, and we are going to head into the main questions, the questions that you're all here for, the ones that will help you, or the ones that you can take to help you as a dancer. Sweet. So, starting off, number one, Mele, who are you? I'm really <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Who are you, and why did you start dancing, and what is your background in dance? Oh, cool! I kind of already answered that question earlier. Mm. Um, who am I? I am a New Zealand-born Tongan of 32 years old. Grow, I've grown up from from sorry, I've grown up in South Auckland all my life. What else about me? Yes, I started with ballet and jazz to begin with been doing that for uh, 10, 11 years. I picked up hip-hop when I was in high school, Auckland Girls Grammar School. I took that, I think that's when NCA dance was a subject for the first time, and I took that subject, and that's probably the only subject I did well in. I got the dance award every year, Um, and then I went on to University of Auckland to do my Bachelor of Dance, of Performing Arts, and dance was my major. Met some cool friends, joined Hopscotch, also a Pacific group called Urutubu, and now I'm teaching at Mangurio High School and the head of learning area. So that's me. What's your learning area? Yes. Wow. Andy Ha. Come Dude, on now. That's so crazy. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. This, this is the first time I've heard it, so congrats. <laughs> All right. Question two. As I said before, you have already danced for a handful of teams. What was the one thing you took away from each experience with those teams that you have brought along with you on your dance journey to this day? Um, okay, so starting with my... Actually, my first dance crew was called Passion Dance Crew. Um, and years ago, we were brother crew with Odyssey Dance Company, yeah. if, you, if any out, anyone out there remember. Um, but from Passion Dance Crew, I really fell in love with old school styles. And that's where I first learned about locking and popping and b-boying. Then in Hopscotch, which was my crew, uh, the crew that I joined after, funny story, Josh was my friend in um, uni. He didn't ask me to be a part of his crew, but um, some crazy things went down um, during that year, and I think he felt sorry for me and was like, oh, yo, do you want to come and jam with us? I was like, yes, please. Um, and then the next thing you know, I'm part of Hopscotch. Um, but some cool things came out of that crew as well. I think the main thing with Hopscotch was um, being original, um, and I learned about... Um, 
foundations in the deeper level with with hopscotch um and i've taken i think everything in my teaching i've taken from hopscotch every experience um has been a valuable one and whatever i'm doing now so everything i've learned is classic with hopscotch and it's things that i can teach every year like concepts and ideas and um, choreography all of that all of the stuff i'm teaching now has actually been inspired from hopscotch which is like 10 years ago so um yeah really grateful for that crew and project team is similar um but more so for i think the essence of hip-hop culture which is the motto obviously which is which is what andy um Peace, love, unity, and having fun. And I think Project Team is definitely that definition. And of course, um, people over dance, or people first, dance second. And I think we do a lot of cool things for our community, um, which show how we love our people, and our people is the street dance community. Yeah. Mm. It's always cool hearing Malay talk, because usually, <laughs> as a. Uh, as I wasn't directly a Malay student, so mm. I never really got to hear her talk, her teach me in class. Oh, like, yeah, you're yeah. right. So I didn't get the full experience. I only <laughs> got to like learn certain things off her. So it's always it's always cool just hearing the amount of knowledge you have and just like your history, you know? Mm. So Thanks. I'm old. Thank you. <laughs> Question three. You are incredibly based in your foundations, and I've seen you travel to even take foundation classes just because NZ didn't have it. So why do we need foundations and why is it important? Cool. Nice. Yep. I think this analogy is used a lot. Foundations is important. Like when you're a builder and you're building a house, you start with the foundation first. And if it's strong, your house will stay strong and it won't break or fall down if the wind blow through or if it's a stormy night um and it's the same for dancers if your foundations are strong you're going to be a strong dancer even when it comes to teaching that specific style when you know your foundations your students are gonna be awesome dancers is that correct is that what i'm trying to say hmm can I answer that again? Yeah. <laughs> For me, yep, I love locking. Yeah. And it's so important to me that I know the basic steps mm. so that if I'm teaching somebody else, I'm teaching them the correct way. Yeah. And if they're teaching somebody else, they're also teaching the right right foundations. And it just makes you it just makes you a better dancer and you can anyone can see someone who knows their foundations mm. just by watching them and it just makes you feel right yeah. as a dancer like I'm not being fake mm. like if I'm ever in a battle or if I'm freestyling I know what I'm doing and I know it's right in me and it doesn't feel fake oh if that makes sense yeah like a good example of like this why foundations is always important is because as a unit project jams quite often and we'll usually chuck on like random songs for us to all play around with 
And in almost every random song, Melee will always find a way to lock to it. Mm. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> Is this all in her foundation? Yeah, and that's, that's actually <laughs> so dope because no matter what, oh, yeah, no matter what's that's playing... That's an awesome point, Andy. Yeah, continue. At any event, no matter what's playing, even I've seen her cr- lock to crump tracks. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's why her foundations are important because no matter what comes on, yes. you'll always have something to come back to and it's always solid. You just answered your own question. Damn, that's mean. <laughs> Thanks, man. And next question. Being a high school teacher, and in fact, one of my very own, you've played a part in many of the young kids in our scenes today's dance journey. Through your own experience and in aiding the experience of these kids, what do you think is the most important aspect for growth? And what do you think holds back you slash your kids a lot and what we need to watch out for hmm. yeah. wow um one thing that comes to mind is uh, really believing in yourself mm-hmm. i think that's the one thing that will help our kids be the best yeah and i think me and alistair alistair's one of my colleagues i think we do a lot of that at school is we believe in our kids yeah and once they have that feeling they are crazy when they just know that somebody out there is like has the belief in them to be the best they can then they do i guess for us it's just that having someone to look out for you to believe in you and to love what you're doing to watch out for you when they have that then they just grow like crazy and they take in everything that you have. They grow. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of my no, students. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, take your time. What else do they feel need? Support. Yeah. Definitely support. Do you feel like we supported you during your high school years? Yeah, but I think during my high school experience, what I realized was like, super important for growth was you gotta throw yourself into the deep end mm. during my last year of high school i was leading i was leading most of the dance groups actually yeah led mega schools and for me when i led mega schools it was like i felt like i had like a lot of pressure on me yeah. just because we came off a really big w the last year mm. and i felt like we had to top that or get it again but then also just because um for me myself i i didn't believe in myself at that time and it was super hard because a big part of what like held me back from going was unhealthy comparison Mm. so we had like a super amazing dancer and i think he still dances matthew Mm -hmm. so during the year that matthew led he was he always stood a pillar and he was the youngest person but he was always like he was always choreographing and he was always coming up with the, the best ideas to kind of push the team forward and even the people that were year 13 they were looking back at him right mm. so then when it was my turn to lead and matthew was dancing for rf at the time so he couldn't participate as much as he wanted to yeah yeah but then during That's that time right. i felt like it was hard for me because mm. i i don't have any choreographers to kind of help me at the time yeah as students i could say that i was the main choreographer at that time and i think i can 100 percent say that with confidence that i was one of the main choreographers at mm-hmm. that time so there'll there'll be a lot of days when 
I could choreo something and it didn't come out the way I wanted to. Yeah. And then I'd always look back and be like, bro, what would what would Matt do or like what would, you know? So all these all these things mm. kind of like hit me. But then over time, there came a point where it was our last day before we went on stage for Mega Schools, and I was so stressed because like our set didn't feel like <laughs> our set didn't feel like it was what I wanted it to be. But then after everything kind of uh, happened. On that on that last stage rehearsal day, I kind of realized that we have something that's actually good, mm. and I was just I was just too stressed and not like I was doubting myself too much. But yeah. when I finally took a step back, yeah, and looked at the product, the product actually looked mean. Mm. Like we worked hard, and we got something really good. Something I could give for everyone out there is to one work hard, because mm. if you work hard, you'll get the results. And believing us, believing in yourself comes back to working hard. Mm, if you don't yeah, work hard, you've got certainly. nothing to believe in. So work hard and put yourself in uncomfortable situations because that's where you're gonna learn the most. Mm-hmm. And make sure you always you have confidence in yourself. Love it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that's that's my answer to yours. That's my answer back to yours. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the example of my answer. Awesome. <laughs> Question five. Uh, now, brownies is often looked up to by a lot of the community. Yeah, brownies. What do you think are brownies' greatest strengths? And what are the values that you keep to allow you to produce the work that you do? Cool. Um, what are our greatest strengths? I think for us, we just keep it real. Yeah, we. what you see on stage is what you see is is who we are as people, I guess. Um, and what are the values that we keep that allow us to be who we are? Um, and like produce the work that you do. We just, you guys produce some crazy, yeah, crazy yeah, stuff. We do. I think we just know how to stay true to who we are yeah. and we keep each other accountable for that. Like, we just... We just do it. We just do it. And I think when we're in the studio together, um, we make some crazy stuff. And we're we're happy to tell each other what's cool and what's not cool, which helps us not waste time as well. But the girls are crazy. Like, if only people could see what happens in, our, in the studio, they'd be surprised to know we muck around a lot. Yeah. I think we're just like the boys. Yeah. Like... We have so much fun, um, but when it comes to crunch time, we know what's important to us. We know our strengths. Mm. I, I love to do locking. Seda is our popping and crump master, and uh, Renee's the music and ideas girl. But even though those are our strengths, we help each other in every single part of the pro- process. So you help lift each other up? Yeah. Um, and I think we're just mature with our dancing. What do you mean by that? What do I mean about being mature with our dance? Um, because we're so laced in our foundations, we can basically do anything with what we know. 
which is why we're always challenging ourselves with different music. We're not staying in the line with I'm a locker, so I'm going to quarry to funk music. Yeah. Give me something else, challenge me, mm. see what I can make. That's what we're always trying to do with with our dancing, I guess. We always like a challenge. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's actually so dope because, like, honestly, I, I got kind of sick of watching HHI mm. just because <laughs> everybody was kind of dancing to the same tracks. And it's always, when people say that you guys are refreshing, I'm kind of like, it's because you guys dance to the same songs. <laughs> like, it's because you guys are dancing to the same songs and trying to do the same yeah. things. Like, and that's honestly, yeah. like, I don't want to talk trash because that's not what I'm about. Yeah. It's just me as a viewer. Yeah. That's, I'm just trying to explain my perspective. And although, like, of mm. course, foundations are super important, but, like, what can you do with them? Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. As a teacher and as a student, what are your best tips for making the most out of your learning, whether that be in the classroom or at a dance class or at battles? Ooh. Um, asking questions. I think that's a simple answer, but it's the best thing. If you don't say anything yeah. that you don't, and but you want answers, you need to ask. Yeah. Um, because if I'm teaching or if you're a battle event or in a classroom, the people hosting or people teaching can't read your mind. Um, so you need to ask questions. Um, for, yeah, if you want to be a good student or the best student you can be, ask questions. And and I and I get that people are scared of asking or don't want to look like a rude dude or too shy to, you know, look like you you don't know what you're doing, but. Um, there's lots of ways you can ask questions like at the end of the class go see them you don't have to ask in front of everybody um, social media is so yeah. huge it's so fast now you can just drop an Instagram DM or whatever you call it and you know ask questions that's probably the the um, the coolest thing about um, having because we've had Paradox over and Boo Boo over and honestly I just Instagram mm. I just asked them, hey, would you be keen to come to New Zealand? And then they just replied. And without knowing that, you know, without asking, I wouldn't have known that. Um, what else? The simple things, hard, working hard, yeah. uh, work hard on your craft. Keep a journal, write. Oh, write things down, draw things. I think if you're battling, sometimes people write their their sets down or like words that help them remember or trigger a movement and so while you're dancing you could just think of that word and it comes out oh, you do your thing there's lots of things you could do record yourself for feedback lots of people are doing that you don't necessarily have to share it on instagram but or or on social media you could just play some music uh, record yourself watch yourself give yourself feedback send it to somebody else hey what do you think of that yeah <laughs> um yeah lots of things you could do there's so many ways but just at least pick one that you can do yeah, yeah. oh okay number seven project often runs many community events in your opinion why is community important for overall growth and why do we need to participate in these events 
These are some tough questions, my bro. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. In my opinion, why is what why is community important? Community is important. I don't know. Um, community. Why is community important to me or to us as project team? Um, that's actually a tough question for me. Community is super important. But there was a time when I kind of didn't really care about them. Hey. Yeah, for real. And I made my community smaller. So when I first started um, thinking about creating events for yeah. the community, yeah. sometimes I'm just going to talk about my own experience. Um, <laughs> I was afraid that the community didn't care about what we produce or what we do or um and that could affect you as as uh, as a person who's trying to run events yeah. for these communities mm -hmm. so i thought about instead of thinking of the new zealand street dance community or the freestyle community or the urban choreography scene i'm gonna take it back yeah. and when i did that i just thought about the project team community mm -hmm. how can i um strengthen project team what's important to the members of project team and that's that was my focus like instead of the bigger picture i wanted to i scaled it right down and i just thought of the main people in my group that i want to help um and with that i was talking to um a b-boy his name is b-boy dizzy and he does amazing things for the worldwide b-boy community and he's got some awesome um ideas that he's already implemented and you have to search that guy up and i just randomly emailed him one day and he's and i asked him man i really i, I really love our our dance community it's small at the moment yep. but how do i grow it and he said to me don't worry about them focus on the people you have right now at the moment wow. and how can you grow them so i flipped it and the faces that came to mind was Avneil, Mike, John, Seda, Renee, like you know the 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 people I've, I've grown up with in project team and with that the boys stuck in my mind and I was like okay what do these guys need and it's not they don't need Cory classes they don't need more Cory competitions they need freestylers to that we need to bring in the people that they look up to um we need to run more battle events for them so i rethought everything i changed all my plans i hit up paradox i hit up vuvu i made all these um me and my team um seda and john we made um we looked at our community and we thought what's lacking in our community in terms of battle events who's not turning up who's not um who's not growing um and what can we do for them so uh with that i brought paradox over for the boys i we created um project sorry not project team we created long live the queen because we thought that there were not enough not enough women or girls participating in the freestyle scene we thought that kids weren't getting um our attention so we made battle of the schools for them 
Um, and then we thought, you know what? We're doing all this cool stuff for everybody else. What about the big dogs in our community? Yeah. What should we do for them? We made, um, at the time, we did Taste Shop Play. And it was in Westfield, and that was the event just for like our top dogs to expose them. And we hope to make fans out of the uh, out of our best dancers in New Zealand. So, with me focusing on our little crew, it kind of reached out to the rest of the community. So, um, that was some awesome advice from B Boy Dizzy because it kind of helps your your well being as a person. Um, who's trying to do lots for the community if you just help the people who are closest to you they are going to shine everywhere else and then everybody else is going to jump on board i think yeah and it's slowly doing that right wow dude that is so is it? tight yeah, is it? It is, it is, <laughs> yeah because i don't want to waste my energy and I'm not, like, I'm not wasting my energy on the community. I love everybody. And there's so, so many cool people out there do, doing things for, like, Street Talk. Love Street Talk. Diana and Topes. Um, Christy Alva. Everyone's got their um, leaders. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do love Project Team. And what I do for them is what I do for the community. Yeah. Wow, dude, that is so dope. Is it? Yeah, I hope man. so. <laughs> I, never, I never heard about your thought process when running these events. Oh. At first, I just thought, you know, we're running events because we wanted to get more people on board with the idea of Heal First Plant Second. That's mm. that's what I thought at first, right? Yeah. Because I never, I never knew, knew your thought process behind it. And it's, man, it's so, it's so awesome to just hear how you guys think. Man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so me, Seda, and John, we did a lot of, we, we've had lots of meetings. Yeah. Um, and what we did was we we looked at the community as a whole and we were like, okay, lots of people are doing all-style community events with everybody. And it's mostly guys. It's mostly uh, young people. Oh, yeah. You know when you guys ran Long Live the Queen yeah. and you're asking for feedback? Yeah, and there was that one person that asked, "What about Long Live the King?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Can you tell me who asked that question after this? Because that was so bad. Yeah, but... one of the worst questions I've ever. Heard. <laughs> yeah, it's cool though. Um, and we're excited to bring those events again. Yeah, and it's been cool because I feel like a lot of these kids who come to battle of the schools and a lot of the girls who are jumping in along live the queen they're getting that little bit more confident mm. to join other things that's happening yeah, around um yeah which is cool mm. oh just to quickly add on to Mary as well community is also important because you can learn so much from each other yeah. there's a quote that i read earlier this week that was you can get there faster by yourself but you mm -hmm. go further together I think that's when I read it I was like damn that's so true because when I when I apply it to dance if I was just dancing by myself in my room all the time I could only go so far mm. but when I go to jams when I meet up with all these other dancers like when I jam with Seju when I jam with Project when I jam with William all these people <laughs> in the community I take so many little things from everyone yeah. like I bite so hard from everyone <laughs> and it doesn't 
it doesn't come out exactly like how they do it. Yeah. But it just it just slowly because I dance with them so much, it, they they inspire me and it works. Their movement works its way into mm. my own, and I feel like I grow just by being around them. That's cool. And I remember there was a point in time where I wasn't, I wasn't dancing with you guys a lot, and I met up with Josh, and Josh was like, "Dude, how come you're like not as inspired to dance anymore?" <laughs> and um, I told him, "I like I straight up, I don't know why I'm not inspired to dance yeah. anymore." And he said, "Just go to jams and jam with people." I'm like, oh, "Okay," and then I realized <laughs> I realized how much fun I was having just like being around people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Make sure you dance with other people because you can learn a lot. Yeah, totally. You can learn so I, much. I think that's what's awesome about project teams because we're not a crew or a company. We're mm. a collective, which means we're, you know, we're our own people and we can do whatever we want. Yeah. And it allows us to collaborate. Like mm. that's what our community should be about: is working with each other, not always competition. There should be healthy competition, but it's not always that all the time. Um, so we've got some cool events coming um, coming up actually that. We're 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 gonna share with everybody soon, but hopefully that that brings everybody together. Yes. Cool. So next the next question is actually uh, what, are, what are the events that Project One? What are the events that but Project One? Did you already answer this one? Kind or? of. Yeah. Quick, kind of. Like, yep. Yeah. Um, we have open jams. I think people people don't know what an open jam is. Open jam is basically an open space. Um, for freestyle dancers who want to come in and, and and dance, jam, or you can learn. You could ask people one-on-one. Um, you could work on your craft. It's not a class. Yeah. Um, so come to those when you see it on Instagram. So there's, we have open jams. We have open classes yeah. that pop up once in a while. Um, we've just teamed up with New Zealand Lockers. So we've got the Get Up. Get on up, um, locking classes starting next week. Uh, that's coming up. What else do we do? We have, we just finished Loose Change. So Loose Change is a low tier event for hip hop freestyle. So if you're into that thing, hit up John. So Loose Change, we have Long of the Queen, which is an all female, all style event run by women with a live band. Even though it, the focus is on women, um, there is a category in there for men, which is called Me Against the Drummer, which is dope. We also have Battle of the Schools, which is a battle event just for high school kids. Oh, no, sorry. Students age 18 and under. So if there's any young people out there listening, Battle of the Schools is coming up in September. What else do we do? Oh, and I might as well announce it. Um, Project Feel Good is our next um, event that we're currently working towards. So me, myself, and Mele 2.0. Mele 2.0 is part of a collective called Do Good, Feel Good. And we're teaming up together to create this um, dance, a street dance experience called Project Feel Good. We've got six workshops from some of this some awesome um choreographers and we've got one international guest coming which we will announce later and it's just a one-day event rotation workshops are rotational so you get to learn from everybody um we're gonna have a nz dance community expo 
while it's happening. So we're going to ask all the new the dance communities to put forward a stall or a table in the foyer where they can share about what they do, sell their merchandise. Yeah. They could talk about their projects. They could talk about their classes, what they do, what their style is, anything to do with their style all at the event. And there will, there's going to be lots of Q&A similar things happening as well so there's lots of conversations not always it's not always dancing and then a big block party to end the night so so it's gonna be lots of fun and we're gonna be doing more promo next month but this is happening in july wow yeah yeah that's so sick i'm keen yeah it's gonna be cool yo it's gonna be really cool so this party though but um so, like, it's alcohol free. <laughs> oh, yeah. see, 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 see. BYO, BYO. Um, oh, this question already got answered. So yeah. Um, oh man, dude, that's so hype. I'm so, I'm actually hyped for that one. That's cool. Uh, we just got like two more questions left. Cool. And this one is a your question. Yep. In this segment, it is what it's called. So, if you're out there, you have a question that you want to be heard or that you want answered. You can send it into the What's the Dilly's podcast Instagram to our DMs and we'll ask it anonymously. Nice. And that way you can just take what you want. Sweet. So, your question. Dear What's the Dilly's podcast, I am currently a dancer that has started to gain enough skills to perform and entertain at a high enough level to do proper gigs. Congrats. Cool. I used to perform for people I know slash friends for free and it was a good opportunity to grow. But now, how do I deal with saying no to people's request for dancing for free without burning any bridges slash offending anyone? Oh. Yeah. So this person used to dance for free and yep. I assume that they like they got like super good or mm-hmm. they're at least at a level where they think that they can put some yep. more value onto their work. So how do you think? Oh, I think I think what this person should do is maybe join a, um, what do you call those? Company? No, 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 not a company. A, um, oh my goodness, what are they called? I know an agency. Oh, okay. Join an agency. Yeah. And they will look after all of that for you, and they could help you help set up. They could give you opportunities for performances. So if yeah. so, I think I'm I'm not part of an agency, but. I think this is how it works, and and I know a lot of dancers are under the agency called Human Agency, yeah. and so you basically fill out a form. You have to pay. You write your skills down, yeah. what you can do, and then they can provide jobs for you so that you're not performing, doing things for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could get paid that way, but I guess if people are trying to get you to pay for free, you could you could say to them, "I'd love to perform for you, but." I need to let my agency know yep. and that kind of like puts you on that oh. level of I'm a professional now oh, I have yes. a I have someone that you kind of need to talk to before I perform and with that you need to pay yeah that's one option Dude, that's, 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 <laughs> a, that's a really good option wow. um yeah and you're not really dealing you kind of are but somebody else is doing it for you I guess yeah. and just be straight up I guess if, yeah. if it's somebody you know, you just tell them in a nice way. Maybe write down 
what you want to say and then send it to somebody else and say, does this sound? Uh, <laughs> and then, peer review. Yeah, peer review, edit it. What do you think? So I think I think the biggest problem for this person is just people I know slash friends, right? Because these people obviously feel close enough to you to ask these yeah. kind of favors. Yeah, yeah. And that's really hard because that's mixing work or friendship, friendship. right? Mm. So I think that's the kind of like, that's super hard to um kind of, because you don't want to affect that friendship too much. But I think it's, it is about just separating work to friend yeah. kind of aspect where, of course, you guys are friends, but you've worked hard to get to where you are mm. and you've worked hard to get to like the level of performance and entertainment that you can bring. So don't sell yourself short yes and make sure you respect yourself enough to yeah you know and this isn't like obviously you can perform for free right like yeah. don't, be, don't be that stingy <laughs> that's like oh you know what? i'm only gonna perform if i'm gonna get paid yeah but it's just really not letting people take advantage of you yeah 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 know so. what your value is as well like yeah. if you if you and if you have a price give mm. it to them yeah and if they're really your friends, tell, tell me, you know, Gap I think it. they'll pay, honestly. Pay up. Yeah. If, they, if they're your friends, then they'll pay up. And if they're getting offended on you asking for money, it's kind of like, bro, yeah. you know, like, why are you being sweet? Good question, though. Hmm. Yeah. It was a toughie. Final question. What's one piece of advice you could give to yourself five years ago? Oh. Yeah. What's one piece of advice you could give to yourself five years ago? Mm. Um, just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever comes your way, just go for it. Um, never, I was going to say never say no, but sometimes you do need to say no. <laughs> um, but never not go. I mean, yeah. 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 So if opportunities come towards you, you really want to do it, go for it. Yeah. Do it and do it wholeheartedly. Hmm. Sweet. All right, and that concludes us for this episode. Woohoo! Shot Andy. Thank you, Melia, for coming on, and uh, thank you for listening, everyone. If you have a question, send it into What's the Billy's podcast on Instagram, and to end it, to end us off, um, do you want to plug yourself, Melia? Any um, tags? Any? Yes, I would love to. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on. What's my Instagram? Is my name <laughs> M-E-L-E dot T-A-E-I-A Oh, that's not my name T-A-E-I-L-O-A Or Project Team um, With a K yep. Hashtag Loyal to the log Woohoo and That was lame <laughs> Also, they have uh, Locking classes coming up as well It's going to be held At Manuel High School Every Tuesday Yes of March, starting from next week. So if you want to put some funk into your lame ass freestyle, oh my gosh, he said that. Woohoo!